Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Family Engagement Fridays podcast by Early Learning Ventures. This podcast presentation is from St. Mary's Rehabilitation Center located in Grand Junction, Colorado, and they will be discussing play and self-care development for children one to three years of age. Please note the recordings will reference Scottish Rites, which is available through St. Mary's Rehab Center in Grand Junction, Colorado. The videos also reference earning developmental enrichment kits for viewing the videos, but that program is no longer available. I want to thank St. Mary's Rehab for allowing us to share out these great presentations. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome back, everyone. And today we are going to be talking about kiddos from age one to three and their play and self-care development. My name is Amanda Schreiner. I'm an occupational therapist. And my name is McKenna Codlin, and I am a speech-language pathologist, and we're both here at St. Mary's Life Center. So today we will be talking about self-care milestones, so self-care skills are those skills that we develop throughout our lives um, to allow us to take care of ourselves. So things like dressing, brushing our teeth, brushing our hair, going potty, feeding ourselves, all of those daily skills. And then we will also be breaking down play milestones and activities. So we'll jump right in here to play at one year of age. We'll see a lot of independent play. So preferring to play alone, whether it's with those preferred toys or exploring new ones, but yeah, preferring to, to play alone. Um, you will start to see some emerging um, joint attention. Um, and joint attention is defined as a shared focus of two individuals on an object or activity by means of eye contact, pointing or other nonverbal indicators. So when you're both paying attention to something, different or to something uh, it's the same thing but you're both paying attention to something outside of just the conversation um and so that could be an example might be reciprocal ball play which is um what we see in that top photo right so rolling or um, bouncing a ball kind of back and forth um you're both focused on the actual activity of rolling that ball back and forth um so that will start to emerge and it's a fun place to be where they're going to start to include you maybe in um some play uh, so self-care for our one-year-olds, obviously still needing a lot of help, but some things that you will see them start um, start being able to do would be um, helping you pull off some simple clothing. Um, so easy um, elastic waist pants, socks, things like that, they can start helping. And then they will also start extending their arms and legs to help put on clothes. They'll give you the next foot to put on the other shoe. They'll give you their other arm to go through the next armhole of their shirt, um, things like that. Yeah. And I just had a little plug for speech here. Um, these routines are a great opportunity for language. So talking your kiddo through what you're doing, you know, shirt goes on, shirt comes off um, and talking kind of just about the different um, nouns and verbs that go into all of this self-care. Um, later on, it's a great opportunity to be giving kids choices, see what shirt they want to wear that day and just giving them an opportunity to verbalize, vocalize and point or make those decisions. It can just be an excellent excellent opportunity. So next up, we've got two-year-old play. Um, so we will start to, start to see some symbolic or pretend play. So this can be um, inanimate objects uh, performed with actions. So like a doll dancing or eating. Um, it could also be uh, some pretend objects symbolizing another object. So like using a banana as a phone. Um, but 
as I was talking to Amanda about earlier these days, it's more of like a little piece of fake bread used as an iPhone instead. Um, but either way, uh, start to see some of that. Uh, and then some pretend um, objects or that were really imitate some real actions of um, adults. So whether that's um, housework, brushing hair, doing hair, all sorts of stuff. Like that. Um, you may see these roles as well in your kiddo. Um, they may take on the role as a spectator and kind of watching others play, not necessarily joining in and playing with others. Um, that's okay. They're observing and they're seeing kind of what the other um, kids are, what their choices they're making. Um, and then start to see some parallel play. So playing alongside others, not necessarily engaging with them just yet, um, but playing alongside of them with the same toys. Um, and then we have cooperative play emerging. So taking turns and a lot of that reciprocal ball play um, has really improved and they'll start to see it with other kiddos as well. So with two-year-old self-care starting to build on some of those earlier dressing skills, so able to take off um, some things more independently now, like socks, shoes, elastic waist pants or shorts and underwear, anything where um, it's more elastic or has give things like that, nothing with fasteners yet. Um, starting to use a spoon and fork well, just like this cutie in the picture here, um, much more engaged in the self-feeding process, able to drink from a regular cup, well, uh, using a straw well, also starting to indicate when they are wet or soiled. So starting to develop some pre-potty training skills um, and just being more aware of their um, of their their daily rhythms and then starting to pick up toys with adult assistance. Then moving on to three-year-old play, we've got some complex imaginary play showing up here. Um, so we'll see the little guy in that bottom picture um, checking the heartbeat of that stuffed animal puppy. Um, so they'll create those roles or scripts for themselves during play. Um, and then some group play um, showing up for us here. Those little gals um, playing right around the rosy on the, on the top photo there, um, starting to interact with others during play and follows that turn-taking scheme, um, showing interest in being a friend. Um, and and some associative play, so plays with others towards um, a general play goal as well. Uh, Three-year-old self-care, so really starting to build a lot of self-care skills here. Um, starting to take off, um, pull on shirts and tops, um, and also starting to put on those pull-on shirts and tops. Shirts are always the hardest. Um, so um, one thing you can actually do if your kiddos are struggling with putting on shirts, um, a lot of times kiddos' arms, we get lost, which hole do I put them in, things like that, is something called backwards chaining. And what you can do is you do everything for your kiddo except for the last step. So that might be putting the last arm through or pulling it down over their head. Um, and so once they've mastered that step, you then back off and they do the last two steps. Then once they've mastered those two, then the last three. And so you keep moving that way until they've mastered the entire skill. I like having them end on some success. So that's why I always say, let's do everything for them except for the last thing so that they feel that they are completing the task. Um, so I know those shirts can be tough. That's one way to practice them. Um, but at this stage, this would be shirts and jackets without fasteners. They wouldn't be using the zippers or the buttons. They would still need help with things like that. Um, starting to have some hand hygiene um, skills. Also, a lot of potty training skills are developing here. Has that bladder and bowel control during the day and night, um, indicating when they need to use the restroom. 
and can take themselves to the bathroom and manage um, age-appropriate clothing. So again, not things with fasteners. And when they are managing the clothing, the orientation of the clothing might not always be correct. Things might come on backwards, inside out, sideways, things like that. They, they'll need help with just finishing touches, um, uh, getting dressed. Um, and they can complete the, to uh, the entire toileting sequence. So go potty, flush, then wash your hands. And then picking up toys when asked. I'm sure you all know this will not be every single time, but they are able to do it. <laughs> Next, I wanted to just um, quickly touch on play partners and invite you all to reflect on what type of play partner you are with your kiddo or with the kiddos that you're involved you're involved in their lives. Um, as a therapist, I have to ask myself this uh, all the time um, in, in every session. Okay, what kind of play partner am I being right now? Am I more involved? Am I less involved? Am I watching? Am I joining in? Um, and I would just invite you to reflect on how can you make small changes or try something new in your play schemes with your little one that might encourage a different route that the play will take. Um, maybe that means that they'll be um, they'll be directing it a little bit more or that you'll be kind of taking a backseat or vice versa. Um, and it's just an interesting way to kind of think about how, um, how our play is developing and also how we can um, help develop those skills as well. And I also wanted to touch on um, this research done by Harvard University Center on de the developing child. Um, this is called Serve and Return, uh, Five Steps for Brain Building. Um, I think this is excellent, and I think it really breaks down basic interactions with our littles um, to these really approachable steps. Um, the first being notice the serve and share her, his or her focus on um, of attention. So if they serve you um, a communicative, um, some communicative intention. They're pointing or they are babbling or they are vocalizing towards something, you noticing that they're serving that to you and you're going to serve it back. So you're going to return the serve by supporting and encouraging like we see in those first two photos there, whether it's pointing or, oh yeah, I do see the box. Um, give it a name, whether that's labeling what they're pointing at or explaining it to them. Um, number four would be taking turns and waiting. So keeping that interaction going back and forth, um, whether it's, you know, you're telling them a little bit more about what they're noticing or they're making a comment back to you um, and then practicing those endings and beginnings to those routines. So we we do have this handout linked in the um, references and I would invite you to look at it. It's been really helpful for a lot of the families that I've worked with. So here is what to do if you do have any concerns um, about your kiddo. You can call and schedule an appointment with your child's primary care physician. Um, discuss your concerns with them, and they might recommend or you could request an occupational and or speech therapy evaluation. Um, Scottish Rite funding is available exclusively at St. Mary's Life Center for speech therapy. Um, and your physician will then send in a referral and you'll be called and scheduled for an evaluation appointment. These are our lovely references um, if you would like to take a further look into some of the things that we had talked about today. Thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to you joining us for our next presentation on children four to five years age and their motor development. Um, the link can be found here and um, our next presentation will be under the parent education tab on our website. Please, please remember to fill out the survey on our website under the parent education tab to qualify 
for those developmental enrichment kits and contact hours that we've discussed previously. We do want to say again, there are a limited number of kits available and will be distributed on a first come first serve basis. Um, we also wanted to touch on, we have been made aware of some issues um, with our survey and that we have it, you've not been able to take the survey more than once, even though we're asking you to take it after every um, presentation. Um, however, we are on it and we will be fixing that. Um, so please, after um, it's updated, please go back and just take the surveys for um, each uh, presentation so that we know that you've completed them. Um, and no worries, uh, they don't need to be completed until the 15th of December. So we will get that fixed on our end and thank you for your patience with that as well. Um, and lastly, a big thank you to Scottish Rite. Amanda did um, note that Scottish Rite funding is available um, exclusively here, um, and that is for speech therapy, um, the treatment sessions. They don't cover any part of the evaluation, but if you qualify, they can help out with some of the cost for um, treatment sessions, which can be an excellent resource for families. Um, thank you so much for your time and for more information regarding that Scottish Rite. Um, feel free to visit our website and we can. Um, show you from there. Thank you so much and we will talk to you soon.